0: Headed back to their seats, I'd remind you guys that uh, you have a sheet on your clipboards if you have those that uh, you can use to, to talk or to draw about what you're learning today, what God's speaking to you, what you're struggling with, and to share that with those uh, who are in your family or those who are not here today. Adults, you have the same thing in your bulletin and in the uh, pew racks in front of you. You have a, uh, the next step cards. Um, jot down some ideas that God speaks to your heart, and think about who God is calling you to share them with this week. Let us pray. Lord God, we we ask that You would center our hearts in You today, that You would call us through Your Word, through Your grace, through Your mercy, and through Your strength, to a deeper understanding of who You are and who we are because of You. God, make us Your people. And don't let us give up in the fight that we fight not against you but with you in Jesus name amen so why wrestle right we got all these stories we got the story of Jacob and him wrestling with God his name changed to Israel one who wrestles one who struggles with God um Countless stories throughout the scripture of those um, who wrestle with God. Jonah's story comes to mind, right? Um, God calls him to something Jonah wants nothing to do with. We've all been there. Jonah is one of the most commonly cited stories of the Bible that I find people identifying with as they tell their own story. Well, my story is kind of like Jonah. I just didn't want to do this and I fought it for so long. Talk to pastors. You'll almost always hear that come up within about three, uh, two to three pastors will, t- will tell you that story for sure. But God gets a hold of us. God marks us. God claims us. God brings us in. And our lives are changed because of God's strength. Um, it's, it's dad's strength <laughs> in a real way. I said I like to wrestle, with, I liked to wrestle with my kids when we were growing up. We would, we would play this game, uh, Get Past Dad. Um, that was the game. It happened in our uh, living room. And I would stand there and they would take uh, not necessarily turns, but they would try to run and get to the couch, and I would try to prevent them from doing so. Um, and uh, we would play, and they would always end up on the floor, and I'd you know, put them down on the floor with force, but gentle force, right? Because right? that's what we do. When you have that strength, that's how you get to, 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 uh, to participate in this. Why? Because we want them to struggle. Because why? Because it makes them stronger. It develops that sense of, I'm I'm going to give this my all. But as the dad, as the parent in that example, do we give all the strength that we have? (laughs) Not until we need to, right? (laughs) Not until we need to. Isn't that the story that we have before us in Jacob wrestling with God? God comes and wrestles with him in this night. He sent all uh, all of his family, all of his belongings, all of his whole household he sent over on the other side of the river. Why? Because Jacob is in that place that you've been. Jacob is about to do something that he's not sure about. He feels led to it, and that thing is that Jacob is preparing to go back and to meet his brother Esau. Remember the story of Jacob and Esau, these twins? And Esau, Jacob stole the birthright from him, and he stole his father's blessing from him. And uh, so the relationship between Esau and Jacob, as you might imagine, was just a bit strained. And Jacob has been separated from him for years at this point, but he's at a point in his life where he's starting to feel it's time. It's time for me to make amends with Esau. But he doesn't know how that's going to go. He's, on the, he's into Esau's territory at this point, and he sends his whole family back across the river so that he doesn't put them at risk because of his decision. And then he has one night. One night that he is... Alone, awaiting and wondering about what's coming tomorrow. You've been in that place, right? How do you sleep that night? (laughs) Do a little wrestling, do you? A little tossing and turning? A little uh, moving around? Trying to figure out and make sense of what's going to happen? Trying to prepare yourself for every possibility? It is a wrestling match and it is real. And this story speaks of one such event where God, and it speaks about it in this way, God came to Jacob and wrestled him throughout the night. And Jacob said what? I won't let you go until you bless me. See, when we say that, the blessing that we want is what? (laughs) We want this to go the way that we want it to go. We want this to be better for us. We want this to be easier for us. Um, I often think that easier is better. Are you with me on that? Right? How many things have we tried to come up with? How can we make this a little easier? Right? People say necessity is the mother of invention. I have a different phrase. I think laziness is the mother of invention. Um, because my, my take is that most of us uh, don't invent things because we need them. We invent things because we don't want to work so hard come up with a way to do this easier, and that's why we do this, right, uh, and so it just keeps advancing advancing, and advancing, because my goal is to be, is for things to get easier. Oh, if they could just get easier, and then what happens? Does it get easier, John? No, no absolutely not, it gets harder, doesn't it? It seems like every time we think it's going to get easier, then it brings with it more complications and it gets, it gets even harder. We have more things to wrestle with. This was supposed to make my life easier, but uh, gosh, it seems like it's even more complicated now. Retirement was supposed to be easier, and now I have more to do than I have, more to keep track of than ever. I, I don't even know where to, to where to go with all of these things. Everything that we do, it we think that it's going to make it easier, and yet it doesn't. You know why? Partly because I think God likes to wrestle. Why? Why does He want it to be hard? Why does He want it to be... Haven't we all prayed that? Haven't we all thrown up our hands and said, God, why do you have to make this so hard? What's God up to in that? It's... It's centered in these stories today. God comes to Jacob. Jacob wrestles with him throughout the night. He won't let him go until he blesses him. And what is that blessing? A name. What's the name Israel? One who struggles with God. God's blessing is not, Jacob, I'm going to change your name to, uh, it's going to be Easy Street. <laughs> That's not the blessing. The blessing is struggle with God. Get into this with God. That's where blessing is found. That's who you will, That's when you become your best self. That's when you become who God wants for us to be. Because without the struggle, we don't get stronger. You got any weightlifters around? It's the idea of lifting weights. Is it do you, do you lift weights that are easy to lift? Sometimes, you know, just to prove how many times you can do it. But then you prove how many times you can do it so that what? So that the amount of repetitions even with small weight gets you to a point where it's a struggle. And when you get to the point where it's a struggle, then you know what? Now I'm getting strong. If you don't struggle, you don't get stronger. Does God want you to stay weak? I don't think so. So as much as I might want life to be easy, God says, I'm not doing that for you. Because guess what? The blessing is in the struggle. Emily, can I share your story? In Sunday school today, we were talking about miracles, and she she shared a a, a story. It wasn't a miracle story necessarily, but an unexpected thing. She was talking about one of her students that they usually do, what, five weeks or six weeks of training, you said? She's been in the training program for 11 weeks, right? (laughs) Double the time. And finally had to say, look, this isn't working out. Um, we got to do, this is, this is not going to, this isn't, you're not getting this, it's not advancing in the way that it's supposed to, and so we got to find something else for you. And, and her response was, well, gosh, if I'd known that, I would have tried harder. Right? And we laugh because we think, well, that was a dumb decision, right? But the reality is we've all made that decision with the stuff that is hard of our life, and we've said, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to wrestle with that because it's hard. Guess what? Those things that are hard in life, God wants us to be part of because it makes us stronger. Not because He wants to punish us. God is with us in the suffering. He doesn't leave you alone in your suffering. The story of the cross is at its heart a story of a God who enters into our deepest struggle and pain. Not to say, I'm taking it away, but to say, I go through this with you, and we will come out to a new life. The world is changed because God invites us into God's struggle. The world is not changed by easy, it's changed by the struggle. And God loves to wrestle, which brings us to the gospel. I'm not going to say a whole lot about this, but this crazy Gospel before us today, it's easy to read this thing and and come away from it going, why would God ever compare Himself to an unjust judge? The reality? He compares Himself to an unjust judge to say, I'm not like that. (laughs) That's what He's saying. Not, this is the way God works. So pay attention to to the brackets around this Gospel. It starts by saying what? Jesus told them this story to talk to them about their need to do what? To pray always and not give loose heart. To stay in it. That's why he tells them this story. And then he tells them a story about an unjust judge. He makes clear this is not God. How He says he neither feared God nor people and no respect for anybody. And yet, the constant appeals of a widow in his community break him down. This is my story this week when the salesperson came to my door and I told him, I don't buy things from you anymore because you, don't, uh, you make me buy too many things to get a decent price. And he should have left at that point because he agreed with me, but he stayed for 35 more minutes until he found something that would save us some money (laughs) and showed me how it would do it. And finally I said, okay, for this one purchase, I'll give you that. And I commended him, an 18-year-old salesperson (laughs) who would not really known anything about churches or anything before he came in. But he stuck with it. I said I'm going to talk about you on Sunday, just so you know. (laughs) The reality is, I was. There's been plenty of times where the very words of the unjust judge are my words, right? I don't really care about you. (laughs) I'd I'd like nothing better than for you to leave. But in order to get you to leave, I'm going to do what you want because I know you're not leaving until, you, until I do. And so sometimes we give in, right? That's an unjust judge. That's not God. God is not about, we don't wear God down. <laughs> Instead, God has already given us Justice. He's already given us the help that we need. He's already provided His strength. He's already given His life for us. He's already showed us that there's a new way to understand the world. He's already transformed the world around us and called us to a life of faith that trusts not in our own ability to wear down God and get our way, but instead in God's amazing power and strength that shows us that we don't have to worry about getting our way because God is already for us. And our way is not always taking into account all the strength that God wants for us as we choose our easy ways. And God continues to call us into a bigger and better life. One that is full of wrestling, but one that is full of joy and of change and of struggle and of transformation. Our God has divine dad strength. Just when you think you're getting the best of God, (laughs) he will put your hip out. And you'll know, oh yeah, not by my power, but by yours, says the Lord. Let's do this together. Why does God like the struggle? Because it makes us stronger. May we live With him in the struggle. Because easy doesn't change the world. God does. Jesus ends with this statement in that gospel talking about how God is not slow to bring justice, He's quick, He's already done it. And then He says this one little phrase. And it should just hang in our hearts. But when He returns, when God shows up, will He find faith on the earth? It's not a question of will He find people who believe in Him, that believe that He exists. It's a question that says, will He find people willing to enter the struggle with Him? to pray always and not lose heart. May God find that strength in us because He's prepared us to be strong in Him. Amen.